Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Who else has tried FabFitFun? If you don't already know what it is, it's a seasonal box with full-size, yes, full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. The box I received is incredible, you guys. Each season's box features a variety of amazing quality brands like Tarte, Kate Somerville, Anthropology, Free People. I could go on and on. That's just the beginning of it. And you don't want to miss out because they sell out super duper fast. You guys head to www.fabfitfun.com and use the code KIM so that you can save $10 off your first box, making only $39.99. And you guys, these boxes have a value of over $200. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code KIM. You guys deserve to treat yourself. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. What's up, baby doll? This guy. You're not going to talk or what? Maybe. Okay, well, if you want to be in slow-mo, I don't have time. Okay. Okay, today we're we're a day behind up. on our podcast Pick it up. because we kept saying, okay, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. We didn't do it. I know. And we went from like, well, we're going to get into my vein removal yeah. on Friday and kind of why we're, there's no excuse for being late, but sorry. Never is. Never is. Let's just jump right into the vein removal. How about that, baby? Do it. Let's do it. Okay, you guys. So. How you feeling? I feel pretty good today. Better. Yeah, better. Way better. Um, I I had a varicose vein. I actually got it in my calf just a little bit. It didn't really grow, though, when I was pregnant with Ariana. So I was 23. And it didn't really grow throughout all these years. Obviously, now I'm 40, almost 41 next month. So, you know, it was just there. And then it kind of moved to my thigh where you, where it was actually bulging. When you say it was just kind of there, was it like a, like a friend that's just kind of there? Was it like, shut up? (laughs) (laughs) It was just there. It didn't stick out. It wasn't overly noticeable. And I feel like since I've been on the blood thinner, it really wasn't all that noticeable, but. Definitely in my thigh, it was like starting to bulge a little bit in the thigh. Made my thigh look lumpy, per se. So I went about a year and a half ago to get it removed. And the guy said, yeah, your valves are backwards. You you know, it's not going to kill you, basically, but you should get it removed. You have some reflux. Yeah, I have some reflux. So, you know, it would would make you feel a lot better because my legs, my almost like my ankles and my legs get so tired at night. um, And I'm on them all the time. I never sit down and watch TV. I don't even really sit down to eat. I mean, I'm kind of always on the go and my legs really really hurt so so do you know why you you remember why though so when they say reflux right so think of your veins as as uh these pipes throughout your body and every so often in these pipes are these little valves and when your when your heart pumps it back right it pumps it up through those valves i know this already baby are you trying to tell the so the valve it pumps the blood up through the pipe and then once it goes past that valve 
that valve shuts. So, and then every time your heart beats, right, it shuts that valve. And then that blood sits above that valve on the way up back to your heart. Arteries carry the blood away, veins return the blood. Right. So in those veins, as it's returning to your heart, it needs those valves as kind of like, like canal a- stages almost. Right. So it gets, it moves up a stage and then the valve holds it there and then moves up a stage, holds it there. And so if you have reflux, those valves don't close. So when your heart is pumping, it'll pump up and then it doesn't hold the blood and it falls right back down. Right. So your blood sits in your legs and it 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 can't get new oxygen. It can't get new nutrients down to your legs. So it it really is a painful thing. And and I'm, and I'm so sad, you know, sad for you and you're sweet, honey. They also don't know too, if the blood clot that I had came from my pelvis or my leg. So I'm just kind of over it. So long story short, I went about a year and a half ago, you know, you go through the insurance process or medical insurance I'm referring to. And, you know, there's like a six month span to get it done. Well, I just didn't do it. I mean, I had so many things going on. So in October of 2018, I go back to the same doctor. You guys, I only like, no disrespect, but I only go to like older doctors because I feel like they've done this a gazillion times. Like Dr. Hochstein, who did my boobs and stuff, he's done over 27,000 boob jobs. So by the time he got to my boobs like that's why they're perfect right so anyways i went back to the same doctor he's very respected out of emory and yep same thing he said it'll make you feel a lot better it's not going to kill you kim but you know it'll make you feel a lot better so you know come april 25th or whatever my insurance i'd have to go back and do the scan ultrasound again go through the whole approval process i said the hell with it you know what get it done so what was what was it? It was, was it like Wednesday? No, Thursday. It was Thursday. Thursday they called me and they said, Hey, we just want to let you know your insurance is going to, you know, you're going to have to redo the whole thing again, which we've already been down this road again in October. So, which is kind of an annoying process, to be honest. The appointment's a couple hours long. It's, I just don't feel like doing it. And she said, So I said, Well, do you have anything like tomorrow? Because I'm flying out of town on the 23rd or whatever. And then I'm flying out of town again on like May 6th and we have two legs. So we got to figure this out. And she said, You know what? Let me see if I can get you in tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh, okay, sure. She's like, We can take you tomorrow. I'm I'm like, okay, great. She's like, we'll call you in a Xanax. You know, you'll take that 30 minutes before your appointment and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, great. Well, mind you too, all of this transpires while I'm working and I have no idea what my wife is doing. No (laughs) idea what you're doing. She's scheduling stuff, surgeries. This is coming out. I'm like, she comes to my office and say, hey, just so you know, I'm having surgery tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? For what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm sick of the vein. The vein bulging in Turks put me over the edge in my thigh. Made my thighs look lumpy. No, it's not Photoshop. It's just a big varicose vein. So I am pretty nervous about it. I start like mind fucking myself. And it's okay to get a new set of tits, right? You're like adding something to my body or, you know, but like to actually go into my veins, I had a really hard time with my heart surgery. Like that morning when they were putting the device in my heart on the way to the hospital, I started to panic because you're going into my heart, bro. Like pretty scary. The same thing. You're going into my veins. Like this can't be normal. So I start like mind f***ing myself all night. That morning, I'm pretty nervous. Corey and I have a lot to do, so we're kind of running all over the place. I take my Xanax, okay? They give me 0.5 milligrams, and I take one at one o'clock. My surgery was at two. One at one o'clock, one at one thirty, And by two, I should be good to go. Oh, well, I wasn't. At two o'clock, I'm like, Croy, get the emergency elevator Xanax, the one that I keep in my makeup bag um, in case I ever get stuck in an elevator that had to just be refilled because it was stolen. Um, And so he goes and gets that. And I said, just give me a quarter of that. I still wasn't okay, but it's like, I'm not going to ask this doctor who just squeezed me in for the day to like relax until my medicine kicks in. So he, so I walk into this room and I don't know if I just thought I was going to be doing it in the doctor's office, but like I walk into this room, there's a sterile field, the whole tray's covered. It's sterile. It's like a big chair. There's a, there's a ultrasound machine. I'm like, what in the f- 
is going on? So then I start to get really nervous. And I mean, I'm ready to like leave. I'm really ready to leave. In fact, when I got to the office, I had to go to the bathroom. So I walked back out of the office to go to the bathroom and the ultrasound text like, Kim, where are you going? And I was like, shut up. I'm just going to the bathroom, but I do want to run the hell out of here. So the procedure starts, and I guess they say the worst part of it is numbing the leg, like uh, several injections. First of all, lidocaine makes my heart race, number one. Number two, it also takes my dentist like the max amount of shots to numb my mouth. So I told the doctor, like, listen, you're going to probably have to give me more than the normal person. And my dentist says it's because my metabolism just I burned through it so fast. I'd love to think that's the case, but I don't know if that's true or not. So he numbs my leg. Those hurt like a bitch. Well, so so you you don't get to watch. So they lay you I back. Don't, I have another leg to do right. next week. So let's not get into too much graphic detail today. Oh, you don't want to. Well, you, we're going to get into some of it, but I don't. Croy. Okay. Well, I might not get my other leg. Right. Okay. Well, so, so ladies out there, I want you guys to know that. So they set you up other than the stirrups, you're set up just kind of like a, like uh, I'm about to have a baby. I don't even think you have stirrups. If you, yeah, if you were in an operating room for a C-section, you're not in stirrups. So they just, they put you on a table and they set up the, they set up the, the field and the area, just like you were to have a C-section. There's a sheet kind of in front of you, uh, that gets that you can raise up so you don't get to watch and everything is happening down on your lower extremities and, and everything, you know, her, her legs scrubbed in with iodine. It's all, it's all sterile. They have, they unwrap all these things. The ultrasound machine has sterile, uh, covers all over it. Uh, everything's, everything's sterile because they're entering your body and they want it to be, you know, infection free. Right. So, but they, they enter. So there's only where they enter into the body is, is down towards the ankle. And they, they make a little hole there and, and then that's where they go in. And so I thought when they, when he said the sticks are the worst, there's like six or seven sticks to numb up your whole leg as, as, but they don't exteriorly stick you. They stick you from the inside. Oh, God, so you got crazy. stuck. So after it is fucking right, horrible. After he enters the body at the bottom, that then the sticks happen through this long little catheter tube. Just he puts this, up. this thing up. all the way up in and then he sticks you coming out. Like he, as he's working his way out, he's like sticking you and you can watch. I have another leg to do next week. La 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 la. Okay. So all of this is fine. Like I'm like, turn on, don't be tardy. I found this guy that I posted on my Instagram who sings really, really well, like Jamie Mill music or something like that. I found him. I'm like, Croy, turn on anything. Well, meanwhile, Croy turns on, don't be tardy. And we're watching this guy's Instagram, but Croy's like holding the phone and it's like kind of moving around. And so I look up and he's watching everything the doctor's doing. Every, I'm like, stop watching. Why? What the Okay, I'll stop watching. Not two seconds later, Croy's back at watching. Now, mind you, Croy's like really should be a doctor. He's fascinated with this stuff. None of this stuff freaks him out. Like, wouldn't it freak you out that your wife's vein is being worked on? No, my husband loves it. And this is like his dream position. Like he gets to watch somebody like, you know, being quote unquote operated on. (laughs) And so he's kind of working on my calf and I'm like, that hurts. Like whatever the hell he did to my calf, I definitely felt it. He's like, all right, let's just number up a little more. And so he numbed me up and I didn't really feel anything else. It's just a lot for the mind. Like the Xanax that they gave me, you guys didn't work. They're going to have to give me something else next week because I, it's just too much. And now that I've had it done, you're, I'm on the fence about it. I just want to get it over with. So long story short, it's done. Took about 30 to 45 minutes. Um, he's like, you're good to go. That was like the best news I've ever heard. Um, he gave me some pain medicine to take, you know, uh, when I got home, which you, le- you left out, you left out some parts, love the fact that they cut out 10 inches of my vein. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm trying not to like in my mind, think about that because in, it in grosses me sections. out. Okay, go ahead. Tell him what you saw. So, yeah, so- Croy, by the way, you guys, when it's over, he's like, Kim, he just took out like 10 inches of your vein. And it's like, it's like the color of your shirt. It's like off white, like a worm. 
I'm like, shut up, Croy. <laughs> like, I'm so messed up mentally over this for well, some so, reason. Right. Well, so so he, after they numb you up, then then he he takes that out, and then inside this catheter, then he sticks this this like metal rod. Oh, f- goes back up in there and they get it to the uh they guide it with the ultrasound they see where they're it's going they get it right to the tip where there's it goes into your deep vein the junction where that superficial vein and your deep vein meet right at the tip and then they then they 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 this rod gets some electricity through it heats it up and, it, and he just kind of pulls it out and he just and he basically just melts this vein and it just kind of as soon as it's he so cauterizes disgusting. it. And I said to like Croy, like, what would possess this doctor to go in this line of work? Like right. what 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 that would possess know. you? That I don't know. It's kind of cool, but so so he pulls it out like six inches and then heats it, pulls it out six inches, heats it, pulls ah! it out. And so he's cauterizing this vein on the way out. And so once he cut, that was quick. That, that took like, I don't even know, like maybe a minute. Yeah. Max. Cause it's not your leg. Right. So yeah, it's quick. That was like the quickest part. The numbing took a little while. And then, and then, so then that was quick. That was like maybe a minute. And then, so he, you see him pull that out. Then he's good. So then he's marked these sections where they, where it was bulging. There was like three different ones, kind of up upper thigh, right? Kind of behind your knee. Oh, next to my knee. Yeah. Uh-huh. My other, so it started to bulge there yeah. as well. You could actually palpate this vein, mm-hmm. whereas before you couldn't, it's only really gotten worse over the last year and a half or so right so yes my calf which wasn't too bad but you could not visibly see the one around my knee but you could feel it and then the one in my thigh you could definitely see like this little bulge so i have three cuts on my leg so in those areas where it was where it was extruding out protruding out protruding out he he made these little marks so then after he melts it then that's where he goes in so he takes a little scalpel and he makes just like this little hairline slice and then he and then he, he he has this like you know like a crochet hook Let's not get into too much detail. I have another leg we're working on next week. So he's got this little tool that looks like a crochet hook and he's like, he just kind of slides it in into your leg and it's like, it's like going into your leg. Great, Croy. Yeah. Cool. And then, and then he's like, it's like he's fishing and he keeps fishing and fishing and then he, and he hooks it right. And ah! he, he hooks it. And then all of a sudden you just kind of see this thing start to come out of your leg. And so then he grabs these little clamps and he kind of just keeps clamping. So he clamp, pull, clamp, pull, clamp, pull. Gross. Clamp. And it just like I'm like when's Croy must not want me to get my leg done next week because you're gonna get the done. odds of me getting it done right now is uh, we're batting zero. Yeah, it's not happening. No, you will because you because now tell everybody why you're gonna get your other leg done. Why? Because it does it not feel so good? You said so, well, instantaneously. Yeah. So, no, said. not instantaneously. So so you guys, I get home, you know, whatever. I took a lot of medicine, so it was a pretty chill night for me or whatever. And then I went to bed. I took a pain pill, went to bed. It was great. I slept okay. I woke up Saturday. I felt okay. It was pretty sore. And then I went to three baseball games with my boys. I went back and forth. I had to go home, pick up Kane, go home, get lunch, go home, get my medicine. So by like five o'clock Saturday night, my leg had its own heartbeat. It was like, it was just intense pain. I was like, and I hate to sit down. I mean, I got to be honest. I probably shouldn't have been running around all day Saturday. It's my left leg. So it's not like I had to drive with it. I just was dragging it behind. And then everybody, of course, they're so sweet at the baseball field. Like what happened? It's like, I just had a vein removed, but like, I look like a total dumbass. So my leg really, really hurt. So I took some medicine and I chilled out, but it was like very uncomfortable. Woke up Sunday. It was feeling way, way better. So of course I just get up and I just start doing all this shit. I'm picking up the house. I'm washing my makeup brushes. I'm chasing the kids outside. And by like two o'clock, I'm like, Oh God, here we go again. Now I haven't taken any pain medicine. Corey actually gave me Advil on Saturday, just straight for Advil. And that 
relieve the pain by like 80%. Right. So maybe Advil is better than like a lower tab yeah. or whatever they gave me. I don't yeah. even know. So Sunday. It's the inflammation. It's right. those nerves are irritated. They're all fired up because the only places that were really bothering you went, went after I looked at the leg and where you were complaining of was where he removed yeah. that vein and it kind of pulled. So my legs, out. you guys were wrapped in, was wrapped in a complete ACE wrap, three of them from the leg up. You have to keep that on for 48 hours, no shower, no nothing, uh, which I was totally fine with actually. And um, so Croy would like, you know, take off a little bit and like rewrap it. But I didn't want to see the leg at all because mentally this is still weirds me out. So uh, Saturday, you know, I laid down in the bed and I just, I took a nap. I just, my leg was killing me. I took a nap. I never, ever take naps unless like I don't feel good. I woke up, I didn't feel really good. I just felt kind of like weird stomach ache, which I never get. Head, I just didn't feel good. And so we went kind of on a golf cart ride. So that kind of changed. I kind of felt better. Once I ate, I felt better. And then I've been okay. I went to the doctors yesterday to have an ultrasound done. If you guys look at my Snapchat, you'll see um, the three places that he went in. My leg's pretty purple, but I'm on blood thinner. So I'm not overly surprised, but all is well in the leg arena he was showing us like how the valve no longer basically works um and so the guy with the ultrasound tech's really really cool so all is well in the arena of the leg um but i can tell you that my ankle where i would feel just so much heaviness in like the lower part of my leg i just feel very sore in the the calf but at the end of the day that soreness no longer exists so i didn't realize how many women are scheduled for this procedure are freaked out by this procedure the other the other thing is is one of the baseball wives on saturday said that she was like put in the twilight you know basically almost asleep but to have her veins removed so i was like what the hell so yesterday at the doctor's office i said my girlfriend was put into twilight and they said he would never do that dr so-and-so would never do that i'm like well what the well, we asked so, him, and he said it's it's there's way more risks involved with, being with doing that than there is than than the procedure itself. Right, right. He said so. You know, you just got to get your mind right. I kind of he, he's kind of he's funny, but he's, he's very funny. Yeah. And he called me uh, yesterday morning. He's like, Doctor So and So, what's going? How are you doing, Kim? I'm like, actually, I'm good. I'm sorry. He's like, you know, you'll be fine. You know, only five percent of the problem. You know, have, people have blood clots. You know, like it's gonna be fine. Uh, I'm glad you glad to hear you're doing well. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Um, he's funny. He is kind of funny. And they were kind of giggling and laughing. He has an incredible nurse. And I think if he didn't have such an incredible nurse, I might have been, I might have just gotten up in the middle of the procedure and left. But mentally, you have to have something else to focus on. You have to have your husband there or a girlfriend or something to talk you through it because the whole time you're laying there, you're thinking like this dude's inside my leg, like inside my vein. Uh, and he also told me that had I, not to scare you guys, but had I had this procedure done prior to having the hole closed in my heart, I would have had like a TIA on the table. So that also made me nervous. And like, I don't know, I just was mind fucking myself. But anyways, I am doing leg, uh, right leg next week. And I'll let you guys know, I'm sure it'll go the exact same way. I didn't think he was going to have to cut and pull the vein out because it's not bulging. It's just a little visible uh, with your eye, but not really in the calf. And they said, oh no, it's the same same exact thing he did uh, last, you know, the other day, Kim, he's doing next week. I'm like, damn it. Um, I somehow was convinced he was just going to like shoot it up with some medicine and, right. and move on. So I'll have like that sclerotherapy if needed, you know, in a couple months. Um, I have to wear like a stocking, a compression uh, hoe all the way up a thigh one, which we put on yesterday at the doctor's office, which I was very nervous to put on because my cap is literally so tender to the touch. But once I put that on, it literally took me from like a hundred to like, I mean, I got maybe 20% like uncomfortableness. Right. The pain of it is actually gone and I can actually bend my leg a lot more today. So I really recommend it. You know, it's all about the really about 
lifestyle and kind of how it makes you feel. And a lot of people like mine were nothing like Tracy's. Tracy has some major veins. She's been on her feet her whole life. She has to have them removed. I know a lot of people, I mean, that, that have done it. Um, and they say it's literally life changing. So, you know, I, my legs would just physically, I'd have to lay down at night. I would lay down at like 10 o'clock at night. You know, I, we get up at six 30 in the morning. I don't literally lay down until 10 o'clock at night, 10 30. And my legs would just hurt. And so I'm really looking forward to just being done with this whole thing and moving on and just having more oomph to like, you know, not have my legs feel so incredibly heavy. I mean, I feel very blessed to have five pregnancies, six children, and only have one vein in each leg that needs to be worked on. So, but I do feel like this weird sensation in my veins, like just now it happened. It feels like, like in my veins down there. And so I'm like, is the thing like starting to work again? Like, what is it doing? (laughs) But anyways, I really recommend it i think it'll probably be the best thing that you could do for yourself just to feel your best um and you know blood clots can form in varicose veins so keep that in the back right of your mind so as well. yeah, if you have the means like kim said do it if you don't though don't fret you you what they what you can do until you maybe do have the means or get the courage to go do it is wear compression stockings compression it's, stockings are really awesome you guys i think he said it's about 80 to 90 percent of the effect of if removing it is 100% right healing it but compression stockings will relieve the the heaviness and things like that up to 80 to 90% if you wear them throughout the day don't wear them while you're sleeping don't uh, wear yeah don't wear but, them while you're sleeping i think sal salvis or sal what's the brand it's a really good brand sal i don't know salgaris s a l v i s i think salvis uh good good brand for for compression stockings It'll tell you how to measure for them, but that will relieve the heaviness in your legs if you if you just can't uh, maybe do it now. Timing's not right or whatever. You can't get the courage. The right. Wear the compression stockings uh, on your legs, and even if you don't have veins, they've you proven, wear, and you're on yeah. your feet every day. Just for overall health, comp- compression stockings are killer, and they only have to go to your knee. They don't have to go all the way up to yeah, your thigh. They only go into my thigh because yeah. you worked all the way up into my thigh. But um, even just the ones to your knees, and yeah. they really recommend it if you're flying, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it reduces is the chance of a blood clot significantly right so yeah anyways i mean i know they're ugly too though i mean they're ugly well most like great for guys who wear like suits maybe every day and they're walking around a lot instead of just wearing socks you just wear your compression stockings to your knees nobody would ever know any different right uh ladies if you wear when i run when i run in my compression i tried it one day my i could barely even function they were burning so bad it was like the heaviest legs of my life so i don't know if exercising in them is a good idea but i think running around all day long i know Tracy wears them. Um, it just helps get the blood flow, basically. Right. And the yeah. most important thing, obviously, in your body is blood flow because without that, we're not here. Yeah. So anyways, you guys, insurance, um, medical insurance does approve this procedure. It's not considered cosmetic. Um, so depending on you know the doctor and kind of the severity of right. it. Um, so yeah, that's that. You guys, we eat healthy. We exercise. We make sure we get a good night's sleep. But we're still experiencing loss of energy sagging skin, and deepening lines and wrinkles. Do you know what the cause of that is? A major common sign of aging is a decline in your body's production of human growth hormone or HGH. Here's the good news. Cerovital is clinically shown to increase your body's natural production of HGH to levels closer to what you experience in your 20s and 30s. Their newest scientific breakthrough, Cerovital Advance, delivers all the benefits of the original formula plus accelerated skin improvements and weight loss in as little as 15 days. Not only that, users experience more energy, improved mood, 
moods, better sleep, and reduce cravings. All this and no added hormones or harmful chemicals. Listeners to this podcast can try Cerevital Advance for $70 off by texting Kimsey to 246-810. Text Kimsey to 246-810 and start looking and feeling decades younger. Order today and you'll even get free shipping. That's K-I-M-Z. Try Cerevital Advance by texting Kimsey to 246-810 and enjoy your $70 discount now. Terms and conditions apply. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Cerevital Advance is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. Individual results will vary. Moving right along to Don't Be Tardy. Oh, man. Season finale this Friday, 9 p.m., you guys, on Bravo, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I can't believe that it's a wrap. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, this went by really fast. We're so behind on time and it airing that it's weird, right? It's like we're right. the, the weather doesn't work with the season right. of, of Don't Be Tardy. Like, when I think of Don't Be Tardy, I think of fall, football. So it's kind of funny. Like, I'm we're a little bit out of the loop, but... Um, really cute episode, uh, this Friday, you guys. So I love the episode. I love this whole season. What did you guys think? Um, I loved it. I thought it was really great. There's a lot of things like parties and travel and just, I mean, we had a pretty productive season. We did. Yeah. We what sure was your did. favorite part of the whole season, baby? So what's your favorite part of the whole season? Favorite part of the whole season was your party. I was so, that was happy so incredible. to see you happy and it was so much fun and to see everybody who's influenced uh, or been a part of your You're so sweet, big mind milestones and it's helped you know that was my favorite part too to be honest that's yeah even though i didn't want it then i saw everybody else like oh my god so that's a wrap we're never doing that again anyhow so this past uh week going to miami um of course we ate at prime 112 which is our like favorite restaurant ever um we've been i don't has it was that the first time i'd eaten there i don't remember i mean i don't think we've eaten there my girl the girls and i prior to you a hundred times right no of course but for me personally same quality same yeah great wine selection it was but i think it maybe was your your first time you I had the so. tuna we love that restaurant yeah. they were super accommodating because it was pouring rain as you guys saw in miami it was so bad so instead of doing all these other things we had planned shopping etc we just were like let's just get an early dinner and then get back to the hotel and get the kids in the bed because it'd been kind of a long day of travel so um the swamp tour let's just jump to that stupid tour it's amazing um, i don't know why that would even be an option for anybody to do in the world like it makes no sense it seems to be very high risk with these crocodiles <laughs> no it's not all over the place yeah. it's like 10 inches away from our son and i'm like right yo no like back up i don't want to have to take one down because right. i think he would win um it's i'm always i'm waiting for us as we're going super fast on this whatever you want to call this thing we're in to like hit a hit a it's log an airboat. an airboat to like hit a log you know like we're going over grass which doesn't seem right well, if you do you're fine it just skims over it so, i don't think so yeah the boat the boat only sits in the water maybe three inches That's the whole it. idea this it's is a stupid. flat bottom boat so it's so flat so it disperses all the weight and so when you if you remember uh, in school and you remember how you had to load the piece of paper with the pennies and how many pennies could you get in your paper before it sank do you remember that experiment never had that experiment are you serious never that's the best experiment and i ever. wouldn't even remember it if i did it's bizarre that you remember these experiments and all this shit or it's the piece of tinfoil you use tinfoil and, and water and, and who can get the most pennies in their piece of tinfoil oh that sounds like and a so, lot of fun but in order to do it the cheat is to have it as flat as you can get it it's called a flat bottom boat and so only there's only like maybe three inches in, of the boat in the water so it just skims across the surface so you can literally it doesn't s- matter like if there's a log and he doesn't see yeah, it like we're all going to get thrown forward into this dirtiest no, water just, I've ever seen in my no, life it'd be like a big little there's like you know like there's like gnats everywhere you guys and then as you saw at prime 112 it was hot ariana's it was, it was like 100 degrees you guys 103 hot. degrees out by the way which has made it even and grosser muggy. it was, it was so gross the air was so heavy 
heavy. So the night before at the restaurant, Colin's mom called to check on like Colin and everything, Ariana's boyfriend. And, um, she's like, he's like, yeah, we're going on the swamp. And she starts to freak out because in real life, when she went on this swamp tour a few years ago, she got some water in her mouth and she was in the hospital for over a month. No, a month. Was it a month? It was over it was a like month. A it was over a month. Jeez, she what? had such major stuff going on. Like parasites? Just and- disgust. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know the details. I don't want to know the details. And they're not even together anymore, so it doesn't matter. So I start to think, oh my God, can you imagine what would happen to my kids if they got any water in their mouth? So like I've tried to prep them like we're not going to drink water. We're going to have our mouths, you know, really closed. And KJ thinks this is the coolest shit ever, of course. If daddy likes it, KJ likes it. So, you know, you saw me with the garbage bag because I refuse to A, get anything in my wig and B, anything in my mouth. Yeah. And so I kept asking myself, why are we doing this again? This is stupid. Like, and you're risking your life. Like, you don't even no, know what's in that water. Not. What if the boat got a hole in it? Like, who cares? It'd be, you'd be totally, it's no. disgusting. Like, it's right amazing. now, I want to dry heave thinking it's about amazing. it. We went so fast. Our driver, QT, yeah. he lied. He said we were going to go, like, you know, don't worry about it. We're not going to go that fast. And all of a sudden, he guns it. We're whipping it around. I'm like, we're, we're about to die. Well, he, he could have, he could have whipped it even more. He, he refrained from doing the 360s, he said. He I would have killed he him. Would've, he could have spun the boat like a top. And he would have thrown the camera crew and everybody off and the damn thing. those things are loud. If you if you ever get on an airboat, those things, they're like... They're so loud, they're loud. And our sound guy did great, actually. Yeah. Because you could still hear us yeah. uh, really well. And I just have never been happier to get off of anything in my whole life. Like, as I've gotten older, I've, like I said, I have more phobias, which some dumbass said on my Instagram yesterday, it's a sign of being insecure. Like, phobias and insecure don't go hand in hand. No. Uh, you dumbass. Okay. But anyways, well, I just blocked her and right. kept it moving. Yeah. So, you know, I got off of that and I was super excited to just be done with it. I'm telling you, it was like 103 degrees. And if you could know anything about Florida, it's so muggy there. There's no breeze. It's like dead air. And it's it's June or July we're there. I don't even yeah, remember. Was- so now we're on to Key West. And the last thing I want to do you is swim with the, the dolphins. dolphins. You know, like I'm not into it. I have my period too. So like the thought of getting wet and then the shower that we had to shower in wasn't the nicest. And <laughs> it was just a shit show. But I didn't want my kids to lose out on the experience. They love animals. Um, and I didn't really think about the the care of the animals and them being locked up. A lot of people have commented about that on my Instagram. It didn't really cross my mind, to be honest with you. It's something that I swam with the dolphins when I was little. Um, so, you know, I, I'm glad my kids got that experience. We, we didn't th- mean any harm or think anything like, you know, it didn't, didn't even cross my mind, to be honest. I just kept thinking, like, how dirty the water is. Anyways, it's good. They got the experience. Well, I, I think, and I, and I don't want to say something that uh, is not an accurate statement, but those animals are very, very well taken care of. They have huge areas to swim in. Uh, I mean, you could, I mean, you could talk about people owning pets, you know, like, oh, dogs are locked up. They should be able to roam free. Like, well, if, if dogs are roaming free, they, we'd be hitting them with cars or be accidents. Like there, there, there has to be a structure for, for animals, you know, like as, and, and the people that were caring for them cared very deeply for the marine life in that area. They're rescuing them, I think. They're, they, they, they've done tremendous amounts of work to care for, for these dolphins. And so, I, I do understand like, you know, caged up or what, but there, there has to be a structure and there has to be, uh, you know, a system in place to like have some control and have some safety for, for everybody around, including the animals. Like you, you have to take care of the animals and, and humans at this and the same, we all have to live together, you know? So like if dogs were running around or dolphins were, you know, like you'd be hitting them or, you know, who knows, but 
you know, I, I, they're, there is, they're very, very well taken care of. They're, they're beautiful animals. Um, they were really sweet. They, the kids had a great time. Yeah. They, they, you know, you guys, the, did you see when I said to Berta, like, Berta, you need a cheap thrill. Like, you want to go for a ride on the dolphin? And she like laughs. So she, she acts like she doesn't understand any English, but every time throughout all these years, especially on Don't Be Tardy, because I notice it more then, whenever I refer to sex, Berta knows exactly what I'm talking. Oh, honey. <laughs> she likes, like, does this little chuckle and it's like, you dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Berta, she's eighty years old. Yeah. I said, Berta, don't. I asked her yesterday, Berta, don't you want a boyfriend? Oh, honey, no. I said to go to the movie. No, honey, no, no. And I'm like, well, that's so weird. Like, you go to the movies, you can sleep together. Berta's like, no, honey, no, no. Me, eighty, no, no, no. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> but anyhow, so. Friday night, you guys, season finale of Don't Be Tardy. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week. You've had incredible ratings, and we're looking forward to a possible season eight. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. First Little Caesars brought back the pretzel crust pizza. Now it's time for the return of another all-time favorite, and we wrap this one up all nice and bacony for you. Yes, the bacon wrap deep deep dish is back. A large deep dish pizza wrapped with more than three feet of bacon, then topped with pepperoni and even more bacon. So tasty. Eight slices of cheesy, crunchy, bacony goodness, and only $12. The bacon wrap deep deep dish, it'll be right out of the oven with no need to wait from 4 to 8 p.m. or get it anytime you're craving bacon. And it's only 12 bucks at Little Caesars. Available at participating locations plus tax where applicable. You can also order a bacon wrap deep deep dish on their app and skip the register with the Pizza Portal pickup, a Little Caesars exclusive. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Divorce sucks, but it doesn't have to. Join celebrity divorce lawyer Laura Wasser on Divorce Sucks as she shares her expertise and chats with A-list guests like Joshua David Stein, Kate Hudson, and Anna Ferris. My plan B, instead of becoming a great novelist, is, por- is, is, <laughs> is porn voiceover. Porn voice, yeah. I like it. Download new episodes of Divorce Sucks with Laura Wasser every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. And now back to House of Kim. So moving right along, we're going to go to our positive segment. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. Okay, you guys, our positive segment, a walk in nature can reduce negative thoughts. A vigorous five-mile walk will do more good for an unhappy but otherwise healthy adult than all the medicine and psychology in the world, said Paul White. A researcher at Stanford had studied the reduction of negative thoughts in the brain of people that have had a walk in the park surrounded by nature. The result of the study found evidence that walking in nature could lead to a lower risk of depression. That's pretty crazy. The study that was led by Gregory Bratman, a doctoral student in biology at Stanford University and published in the Proceeding of the National Academy of Science, was conducted of 38 people that were living in the urban areas that didn't have any mental disorders whatsoever. The 38 people were divided into two groups and invited to walk for 90 minutes. 19 of them have walked in green space near the campus of Stanford, compromising grasslands with scattered oak trees and shrubs, while the other half walked along busy streets and downtown Palo Alto. Is that right? Palo Alto? Alto? Did I say that right? Anyway. Palo Palo Alto. Palo Alto. Yeah, Palo Alto. 
Before and after the walk, the volunteers were asked to fill out a questionnaire to investigate their tendencies to ruminate. This mental process seeks out with questions like my attention is often focused on aspects of myself that I would like to stop thinking. And I spend a lot of time thinking about the past times when I felt sick and angry, which is very interesting. If you don't know what ruminate means, here's the definition. Rumination refers to the tendency to repeatedly think about the causes, situational factors, and consequences of one's negative emotional experience. Basically, rumination means that you continuously think about the various aspects of situations that have been upsetting to you. So on top of the questionnaire, both groups, again, before and after the walk, went underwent a scan of the brain um, and examined a region called sub subgenual, subgenual, mm-hmm. subgenual, prefrontal cortex, a brain region active during rumination, an area that has been shown to be very active while having negative thoughts. This is often uh, the affected area of two when one experiences depression. So the results of the studio, the group of people who had walked in the middle of nature had given different answers than those marked before the walk, proving to have a decrease in negative thoughts. Also, the brain scan has supported this thesis. In the cerebral area concerned, the neural activity had diminished. Isn't this crazy? That's nuts. Like really crazy. This finding is exciting because it demonstrates the impact of a nature experience on the aspect of emotional regulation, something that may that may help explain how nature really truly makes us feel. It's also been proved by other researchers that urbanization, 50% of the planet's population live in cities, is one of the causes leading to the increase in number of people suffering from mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Really interesting, mm-hmm. right? This may have opened up a new frontier in the studies of activities that have used immersion in nature as therapy. I mean, that's pretty nuts. If we found ourselves with a lot of negative talk that are buzzing in our minds, we can do something about it. Just having a walk in nature will help us to reduce them and feel more positive. Let's keep that in mind the next time we're feeling negative. Well, I'm going to take this uh, maybe thought and, and express it here. And everything like I like we've expressed before in our podcast is is energy. Everything has a molecule. Everything has an atom. Everything is is created. It's it's all energy. Even something stagnant has uh, potential energy in it. It it, it everything is energy based. So when you're in a city, when you're around a ton of people, when you're around people that are in the hustle and bustle and they're, you know, who knows, they just got into a fight with their husband or, or their mom just, you know, maybe passed away or they lost an animal or there's so many negative energies inside of a city, positive too, but there are a ton of negative energies. Negative around. for sure. Yep. Nature is pure. If it has not been disturbed or, or even if it has been disturbed and there's a trail through it or whatever, it's, it's nature is always positive. It, it, it is always looking for growth. It's searching the sun. It needs the sun for growth. It's, it's searching life. It's searching water. When you can absorb and be surrounded by that type of energy, it's going to affect your energy. Nature is pure. And it, you know, it, it, I started watching our planet on, on Netflix. Oh God. It's an, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible to see these animals and, and nature in its, in its element where they don't know those animals really don't know negativity. Like, yes, they may be hunted or they may be fearful at times or, but they just live their life. They live their life in the moment and they, they, they seek out their desires and their needs on a, on a, on a daily basis. And right. so that's nature and, and humans, you know, we're, we're intelligent life, you know, and, and we've created a lot of beautiful things and, but we've also done a lot of damage in, in, in cities. There is a lot of negativity and it's just a lot of hustle and bustle and who's going to get the next dollar and who's going to be the next successful person. Who's going to be the next famous person. And who's all these different things we're chasing that sometimes come with negativity. If you can get in nature and just unplug and surround yourself with that positivity because it's pure positivity. It is pure. It's it's God given, God created. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing if you can even quiet your mind enough right. to just listen to the sound of the birds and the animals. Mm-hmm. When I run 
at night, um, I, I, I think a lot. I think and think and think and think and think and think and think. And it's cool because I don't have my phone because I can't have my phone. And so I'm listening to music. Some, oftentimes I don't even really listen to the music because I'd rather think. So I run and I think, and I think it's very healthy and I definitely feel a lot better. It also helps with hormones and, and, um, your, um, adrenals. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the, other thing it ups when you exercise um metabolism. naturally naturally no not metabolism oh. uh your igf which is really important when oh. you are working out my igf i had tested when i was doing dancing with the stars i had all my labs done and yeah. it was like super duper high because i was working out like four hours right. a day dancing yeah. so that's always a positive thing too so anyways i just want to share that with you guys if you know you're at work and you want to kill a bitch just step outside take a deep breath and look at a beautiful <laughs> tree or bird right <laughs> a mess okay you guys our golden nugget It's the Golden Nugget. You win. Croy found this, which I think is really cool. Five tips to creating the outdoor living room, basically. Um, Croy found this in our emails. Um, we'll go back to that. So anyways, you guys, on to our Golden Nugget. Um, Debbie sent us an email to Kim at Kim Zolciak. Um, you know, five tips to creating the outdoor living room of your dreams, basically. Uh, outdoor spaces are quickly becoming one of the most coveted home features. They expand living spaces without expensive renovations. They offer a relaxing space for, from everyday stress, provide a safe place for kids and pets to play, and create an oasis for entertaining guests. Here's five tips to create the best outdoor living room. Declutter and clean. The first step to sprucing up the outdoor living room is to clear the dirt and clutter from the space. Store lawn equipment, children toys, and pet playthings in a shed or a garage. Give the entire area a good scratch down sweeping away dust and debris to create a fresh clean canvas that's like the best feeling yeah. and i was taking photos yesterday on the steps in our backyard and i saw a couple cobwebs so we need to get right. that taken care of yeah. that's creepy invite the outdoors in blending interior and outdoor living spaces help the exterior feel like an extension of the home not an afterthought ensure blinds and curtains are open to the family's yard highlighting the outdoor oasis make certain that indoor and outdoor decor complement one another and utilize similar colors materials and styles both inside and out our furniture is cream with a little splash of orange, which kind of matches our exterior mm-hmm. of our house. Um, and we kind of coordinated the whole thing. And gray, right? And gray. And yeah, gray. and gray. Create cozy sitting areas. Create easy traffic flow throughout the outdoor living room while offering a number of places for people to sit at a table around a fire pit or in a cozy chair. Also, offer some shade by using umbrellas or outdoor curtains to minimize sun glare and maximize visions of enjoyment in the outdoor living room. The more sun, the better, honey. I'm trying to stay tan. Soften the outdoor space. Introduce a few soft design features in the outdoor area to create an inviting atmosphere. Rugs, throw pillows, and upholstered patio furniture are a few ways to accomplish that quote-unquote cozy feel. Ensure these items are looking fresh and clean and not worn and dated. It's relatively inexpensive to swap out new pillows and rugs. Create outdoor ambiance by hanging string lighting, inducing a fire pit in the center of the patio, setting up a zen-like wall feature, adding candles, small plants, freshly cut, fl- freshly cut flowers, etc. You catch my drift. And utilize living landscapes. Nothing says, quote-unquote, welcome home quite like a beautiful living landscape, complete with flowers, shrubs, trees, all other sorts of vegetation. Freshen up the family yard by weeding, mulching, and planting flower beds for a gazillion dollars in pots with colorful flowers and plants. Our flowers are so fucking expensive here. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk, you have so my lawn guy, other. my lawn guy who's absolutely hilarious. Um, he's one of the funniest people ever. And so when I get a text from him, I just start laughing. But the mulch and to keep our yard looking beautiful, which is hugely important to me, is no joke. Yeah. Okay. It's a small fortune. Yeah. I mean, we have a bigger yard. Right. But the feeling of pulling into the home and seeing these beautiful flowers makes me so happy. Right. So it's like worth it. Freshen up the family yard by weeding, mulching, and planting flower beds and pots with colorful flowers and plants. Vases of flowers can also help bring life and a pop of color to outdoor table spaces. 
Um, yeah, I think, you know, we, when we moved to this house, we took our furniture from our other house and we, that was in storage and I was into the whole red and black theme Mm -hmm. and white Mm -hmm. and we moved here and it didn't really go with our decor, but you know, I wasn't about to spend a gazillion dollars on outdoor furniture. It wasn't a priority of mine of ours. So then a couple of years ago, restoration hardware, which you all know that I'm obsessed with, um, had some really cool outdoor furniture. And I said, you know what, Corey, I'm doing it. Well, he's playing football. And I said, well, he's not going to know it. By the time he gets back, it's going to be done. So the hell with it. So I did it. I did our whole outdoor space with a girl, Melissa from restoration hardware here in Atlanta. And it is so beautiful. It, it is. still is so beautiful. Right. We take our cushions to the cleaners, the covers, mm-hmm. to the cushions, to the dry cleaners. They make them perfect, which we need to do. Um, they make them perfect for the whole season. And then we take and cover. Well, we keep them covered most of the time. Yeah. Um, if it's going to rain, we fall. even cover them in the summer right. so they don't get all nasty. But um, being outdoors is like the best part, I think, of our home. Yeah. Our pool is on the first floor. The whole house encompasses the whole like pool, basically. Right. So. I don't know. It's music playing. It's like my favorite. It's the best. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm living the dream during those Sunday afternoons when we're all in the pool, Croy's cooking out and I'm drinking wine with all six of our beautiful children. Right. So, well, it's that time of year. And, and so it's getting nice out. Summer's right around the corner. Kids are going to be out of school in the next few weeks. So get your outdoor space uh, going right now and tie it back into the positive thing that Kim just talked about. Outdoor space is life. It's expansion. You know, we, we, we have to deal with things in the winter and it's cold and you're in the snow and you gotta, you gotta manifest inside and you gotta expand, you know, in your space inside and and in your quiet time there. But really step out into nature and expand. It is, it is a great way to absorb a tons and tons of positive energy. Uh, feel it because nature is positive. There's nothing. When you, if you guys were, you know, flowers make us happy. I never liked flowers back in the day. I used to think it was like a waste of money. Like they die. What's the point? Why don't you buy me a diamond instead? You know? And then I get flowers from my husband every week, which is so sweet, honey. Um, On our piano, the guy comes on Fridays and it's always something new and beautiful and it makes me so happy. And when we pull, when I pull into the house and I just see these flowers, you know, it really does make me so happy. I have three planters on my back porch as well that Kirk will also have them plant the same flowers on the front and the back. And I also have some planters on my front porch that are like six feet tall. Um, really amazing. And I've had for many years that we also plant. I just, I love it. It makes me so incredibly happy. And I don't know if you guys know this, but having like fake plants in your home is bad feng shui. Yeah. So it, it keeps a lot of the negative energy. And as I'm saying that to you, I have a fake plant in our living room that's got to go. We do. Or we need to take that out and have it replanted with a Where? real one. Um, in the white room, the white living room. It's got to go. We were going to have them plant the real one and we didn't. So we'll I don't leave. remember that one. So another thing, I had like huh. a fake lily that was a part of our decor when we, you know, when we were decorating. And because of the feng shui lady that came, yeah. she said that like, you know, you guys get rid of the fake plants. So I had my florist, um, Fox gloves and Ivy. Yep plant a real lily in there and it's so beautiful and it's in our room so if you do have like a fake you know a flake a fake planter of whatever a lily a fern whatever the hell it is you can contact your local florist or whoever you use and have them and say i want this exact look but with something real right and it's pretty inexpensive because you already have the vase Mm -hmm. or a planter or whatever you want to call it so anyhow you guys thanks so much for tuning into this episode of house of kim Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on PodcastOne.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. The sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are FabFitFun. Go to FabFitFun.com and use code Kim for $10 off your first box. 
Sarah Vital. Try Sarah Vital Advance for $70 off by texting Kim Z to 246-810. And Little Caesars, the bacon wrap deep, deep dish is back and only $12 at participating Little Caesars. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.